Howdy, boys and girls. We have reached my favorite point of the college football season because it's when I can stop trying to remember what week it is by uh, the numbers and just and just remember that it's it's we it's it is things that we call things like in championship week. It's championship week, Carla. Ooh. Carla, it's championship week. It's championship week, and I finally have a dog in the fight. Yes. You can look, look at that, AJ. Champ AJ it's championship, championship week. It's championship week. Champ and chip, championship week. I think we had some of that for dinner. We had champ and, and chip for. Uh, and, uh, yeah, shout out to Crappy coming over to my house. We had tacos. <sighs> Great stuff. Guys, you did it the night after I left Pittsburgh. Come on. Um. Yeah, I'm I sorry about that. This. I we could have we could have hung out. Well, uh, guys, we, we're not very good internet. We're not very good at planning that. <laughs> we do all actually that's not true because we, we tried crappy we and did, i actually, actually did try, we, we, to did get try to, we did try to, to, to work that out for for last night but um someday it will happen um, we will do a show in person at some point maybe in year eight but yeah. for this but for for this week for this championship week championship. uh we will championship champion championship week uh we're going to be satisfied with uh with uh with uh, working on the internet once again um i am uncle crappy um, this is the Carla and Crappy Show. That is uh, Carla down there in Nashville. Nashville, as um, of about twenty-four hours ago. Yep. Uh, this is uh, there is AJ, our our uh, Pack Twelve slash Group of Five After Dark correspondent, who's going to have some thoughts on a whole bunch of championship games. Um, and but we, before we start on those, before we start on those. We're going to take a look back at the weekend uh, that that preceded uh, where where we are right now, um, as we generally do. Carla, do you have a, 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 a thought or observation about the last weekend? I, I do. I have two very quick thoughts. The first okay. thought is that although the Cobblestone Inn has a lovely bar, which we talked about last week, yes. um, the one thing it didn't have was the SEC network at the worst possible time. Oh. So oh. I, watched the, I watched the first half of LSU Texas A&M uh -huh. and missed the seven overtimes. Um, and, and now, okay. Now uh, we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna stop you right there because I know how this worked. Mm -hmm. Because AJ, mm -hmm. you you guys are like the two headed monster here. Because Carla saw Carla saw all of regulation, and then you basically saw only overtime. I saw the last play and all seven overtimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was looking at my phone, and I see. Here's all right. If you ever want to know how I watch college football, I, I do like to watch the late games. But throughout the day on Saturday, because of the magic of internet streaming, uh, I just look at my phone and I open uh, the score app, right? So I got the score app right here. There it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just start cruising through the scores, looking for games that might be interesting late. Right, so I'm like, okay, where's where are my underdogs? Where's the oh, Maryland is creeping up on Ohio State, or who's who? What's happening? Right, right. Who's late? And I see LSU is up 31-24, and Texas A&M has the ball on like the 17 with 10 seconds left. And I went, let's go to the SEC network here, and I pulled it up, and I'm watching this last play, and I'm like, they're gonna score. This is about to get weird. <laughs> and they scored, right? Yeah. Now, let's 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 bring some pieces of this puzzle together. Now, Carla, you didn't watch the game. I watched the first half. All right, you then, watched the first yeah, half. That's and, right. then, and then we went back to the hotel and I missed the second half and all the overtimes. So what happened prior to the final play of the game is uh LSU head coach Ed Orgeron 
because it was his last game. It was the last game in the regular season, and it looked like LSU was going to win, and they were going to have. Oh, yeah. you know, they were clearly the second best team. Carla, I don't know if you've heard the story yet. I have. Ed Ogeron got a Gatorade bath. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, um, oh, oh. And then AM scores on the last play of the yep. game. This is very much reminiscent of the LSU Kentucky game from like 03, the Jared Lorenzen yeah. years yep. where LSU, where it looked like Kentucky was going to beat LSU and LSU throws the Hail Mary and wins. So LSU gets LSU gives Ed Ogeron the Gatorade bath. And then they go into the first overtime. LSU and... kicks a field goal. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk through some of these, right? LSU kicks a field goal. A and M on the next on the ensuing drive completes a pass, and then the guy gets hit, fumbles. LSU recovers. Everybody thinks this game is over, except it was not determined that he made a football move. It was one of those he caught the ball, and as soon as he caught the ball, <sighs> defender hits him, ball comes out. They didn't even review it. AM kicks a field goal. We go to second overtime. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, second overtime, somebody's going to win here. No. Third overtime. Okay, somebody's got to win this crap. No, nobody's hitting two points. No, no one's going to no win this game ever. <laughs> and then we got into delirium. By about fourth overtime is when we got into delirium. And I believe, let me find the message that I sent. I believe in the fourth overtime, LSU broke out a halfback option for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. um the it, it was just spectacular to watch this game and to just watch because as we talked about earlier the sec makes me want to vomit a little bit but seeing an <laughs> sec game end 74 72 in the highest scoring game in the history of fbs and the longest uh, oh that touched a big 12 pac 12 heart that's yeah, it would. No, it would. It would. It is, yeah. is everything you love about college football. I, I will add one thing, and Carl, we'll get back to you. I, our, our, um, the, the, the sports editor at the uh, the publication where I work is an LSU grad, um, and he was home over the weekend. Did not not for the game, but um, obviously paying attention. Uh, he his first day back at work was today, um, and and I saw this on Twitter. Someone uh, asked him halfway through this afternoon, "Hey." Tyler, did you see the, uh, the that that update on ESPN? It's like Tyler's like, no, what 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 was it? And his buddy said, uh, AM just scored again. <laughs> um, oh, so, no. so so yeah. So Carla, we we've both interrupted your your things here, but um, that's okay. It was that, a heck that, of a game. That that, that, that that game was absolutely nuts. Yeah, it was a heck of a game that I missed. But I so I did see a little bit of another game. And so my actual one thing, because that was just the thing that I missed, the actual one thing is I guess we learned the hard way that an air raid offense doesn't work in snow. Um, Washington State has yeah. to be the most upset fan base Who right you? now. Who knowing, knowing, that every, knowing the way the dominoes fell last weekend, mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. have just got to be kicking themselves. All they had to do was beat UW. That's all yep. they had to do. Yep. And they just that offense just couldn't do anything in the snow. It it just it just so spun. It's like put on the snow tires. Come on. Um didn't happen. And uh now we have the world's most I don't know, I I don't want to say lackluster because I think it's gonna be a good football game. We're gonna talk about it, but um less intriguing, maybe, or less yeah. appealing 
Pac-12 title game, um, because at least if you had Wazoo in there, you would have the, the leech factor and you would have a team trying to get the Rose Bowl for the first time since 2003. There would be some some excitement there. And now I'm just kind of like, meh. Yeah. yeah. So Sorry, Wazoo. University of Washington's defense is built to stop Washington State. They gave what they – the Mike Leach offense mm-hmm. is based on crossing routes across the middle. And they said, all right. You can have them all day long. We're going to give you those crossing routes. We're going to let you get in behind the linebackers, but our safeties and cornerbacks are going to tackle well in the open field. And that's all they had to do. And it snowed. Let's point out here that Washington State ran the ball 24 times. That's how messed up this game was. Normally they're throwing it 60 times a game. They had to run the ball because that's how bad it was snowing. It was – and then Mike Sleek's like, right, right. He's, it, you know, it, it just, they're going to get over the hump someday, but this day was not that, that day. Was not that was um, so, yeah, what we get is uh, the Big t- the Big Ten title game has actually been moved to Levi Stadium. Yep. And uh, <laughs> it will be on Friday night uh, between the University of Washington and Utah because mm-hmm. that game is going to be big defense and running backs. So yep. if you're interested in Big Ten football and want to see it twice, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. If you want to see Big Ten football, Big Ten men football, watch the Pac-12 championship game on Saturday. It hurts me to say that. If you want to actually watch an air raid offense go off, go ahead and watch that Big Ten championship game. And, and they should actually they should start that game at like 10 o'clock just, just uh, for the yeah, sake of go. synergy. Let's, um, let's, I, uh, I mean, I'd be, I'd be good with 9 PM, 9 p.m. Central time because it's yeah. Indianapolis. But yeah, no. yeah let's go. <laughs> AJ, do you have do you have any other observations about last weekend? Uh, this is just I'm going to go back to the A and M, the LSU and A and M game. Uh, the actual biggest thing happened at the end of the game, which no mm. one watched because uh, it was seven overtimes, and everybody went, "All right, fine, I'm going to bed. I'm done." <laughs> I was I was in bed at eight thirty that night, so I, I none of this I was aware of until the following a- day. A and M, uh, A and M coaching staff was talking a little talking a little reckless. Oh God! Uh, and they decided to test uh, rural Louisiana LSU running back and new, former New England Patriot running back Kevin Falk. Kevin Falk wears basketball shorts under his khakis. Don't <laughs> test him. He's also director of player operations for LSU. And some A and M staffers and potential uh, head coach family members got chippy, and Kevin Falk almost ended some dude's soul in a picture. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you yes. saw this. I don't know if you saw the picture of uh, this uh, this kid who clearly resembles Jimbo Fisher. Uh, oh, and I, I to, okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a picture of this kid with Kevin Falk's hands coming directly for his neck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, somebody tried to test Kevin will, Falk. Don't don't scrap with Kevin Falk. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is the new rivalry. Uh, yes. and I am totally fine with LSU and AM. I just want these uh, these like Texas, Louisiana rednecks to go off on each other every year, and I am here for it. Give me my turkey and my LSU and AM, and uh, let's go. Yep, welcome to Rivalry Weekend. We need to name this one. Oh, speaking of Rivalry <laughs> Week, you guys refer to the game as Rivalry Week, which is yes. the correct way to do it. That's how I named it in my in my notes last week. And then I asked my Google Home to pronounce the episode that was playing, and it said, "You are listening." Oh, hold on, let me see if I can pull this. It up. was it was perfect. It, it was perfect. It's one hundred percent perfect. If I could find this video rather quickly, here it is. 
And we'll just go. Hey, Google. What's playing? You're listening to episode zero of the Carla and Crappy Show. Carla and Crappy Show, the 2018 Wee Week edition. <laughs> Week. Wee Week. So even Google Home recognizes that it's Wee Week <laughs> and it's Championship Week. I, I, You know what? I think we need to name the episode Championship Week just to see if it'll, it'll pronounce it Championship Week. Champ, we'll, yeah, I'll, I'll figure out something. I, 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 a, a creative, like, we'll do a phonetic spelling in the title <laughs> and, and we'll see what uh, we'll see what they do there. Um we have obviously we, we have uh, the, uh, the 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 major conferences to talk about, but first, mm-hmm. as we would do uh, on on a normal show, um, we we need to let AJ uh, take us through what's happening with the group of five championship games. That's right. Um, and, and then and, you know, and certainly, Carl, if you have thoughts uh, about any one of them, like maybe the conference USA, maybe something like that, yeah, uh, you, you know, that. feel free feel free to weigh in. But um, oh. Uh, AJ, what you got? We're going to start. We're going through all five because it is a group of five. Yes. Uh, G5. Five. five. So uh, Friday, starting mm-hmm. an hour before the uh, big Pac-12 Big Ten Championship game, <laughs> uh, you have Northern Illinois at Buffalo. Yes. Uh, Buffalo coming in 10-2. and two. This game has an over-under of 49-and-a-half. Uh, this game is in Buffalo. And I imagine the weather in the city of Buffalo sometime in early December is going to be miserable. Probably, yeah. We'll I, it's, we'll the, the, weather's, the weather would not be would not be swift either way. Uh, in, in, I mean, that's true. The, the, the plains, the plains of Northern Illinois, not not pleasant this time of year. I'm just thinking of this. I'm just thinking of the amount of snow that can be generated by sure. Lake Ontario. Sure. Um, so yeah, I I expect that game to be a mess. Uh, but Tyree Jackson is still incredible, even though uh, the, the OU, the OU, <sighs> My Ohio Kings. University, My uh, want them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think that Tyree Jackson is incredible. You should watch that game. Uh, yes. That's Friday night. Flip back and forth between the two games. Just, you know, really ease into this championship weekend. Sure. Um, so, yeah, start there. Buffalo's favored by three and a half. So I, I do expect Buffalo to win the game. They are the clear best team in the MAC, But – Hey, it's uh, it's Buffalo in their ten day forecast. Let's go to Saturday here. We're breaking this down. Ooh, evening rain, neat. Oh wow, that just sounds. Yeah, showers at thirty seven degrees. Yay! That, that, <laughs> That's that sounds... the temperature that you actually would rather have it snow. Right, yeah, it just, just, just snow. Just be snow. We don't yeah. need rain. Snow. Just right. let it freeze. Uh, I'm gonna move into uh, Saturday mm-hmm. noon. Mm-hmm. Fun belt. We're starting it early. It's uh, University of Louisiana Lafayette, uh, aka Louisiana, the Fighting Cajuns, going uh, going to Boone to go play App State. Um, ooh, this one also has a real low over under. Uh, what was the final over under on this game? Currently fifty eight and a half. So okay. it's higher than the okay. Mac, but uh, App State's favored by seventeen. Uh, App State is a really really good team. And what did I say before? ULL, ULL versus ULM playing for the right to get wrecked by either Troy or App State. True. So, hi, App State. You're real good. <laughs> uh, so I, I fully believe App State's going to win this game. They're, they Again, there are clear bests in a lot of these group of five conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think App State just comes in and and, and really takes it to ULL and uh, I don't I think App State will get a nice bowl placement, but you know they're obviously not going to get any. They're not getting the group of five bid. Uh, that moves us to one thirty 
UAB at at they're going to it's Murfreesboro, correct? And yes, it is M T S U. Just, just down the road from you, Carla. Yes, it is, and are also you, where I teach. Too. Are you are you going to the game? I'm actually I'm not. I have a dress rehearsal for my concert um, on Saturday morning. And How so, did they not plan around this? They I, should no, have I know, right? <laughs> MTSU is about week five turnaround and rescheduled. Yep, you know, it's just the happy, happy holiday season and singing in a church choir. That's what happened this time yeah, of year. Okay, okay. Um, so, but no, it's it, the campus is actually, it's, it's, a, it's a weird situation because, you know, campus doesn't normally get super pumped about games, but I could tell today, I got back to school today after being on Thanksgiving break, and um, you could actually sense a little bit of energy on campus today. It's something right. that, it's, even though it was cold, like you could, you could kind of feel this, like, hey, are you sticking around for the game on Saturday? Um, even though it's the end of the semester. So I, I anticipate the, uh, the Floyd to be a, a, a hot mess on Saturday. Um, and the weather here should actually be pretty good. It might be rainy, um, but it should be, it's supposed to warm up. It's, it's flipping cold down here right now. Um, same temperatures when we left Pittsburgh last night, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I'll say this a bunch of times when we get to the, to the bigger conferences it is, and, and AJ is probably thinking this too. It is really, really hard to beat a team twice in the same season. Yes. yes. Let alone in literally back-to-back -back weeks in the same facility. Um, I, this, I mean, they literally played this game three days ago, yeah. and now they have to go play it again. And you have to wonder. I mean, they beat them the first time. You would think that Middle should win this game again, but that's that, that's a huge ask to beat you know, a team for eight straight quarters. Um, Middle's going to have to play really, really well in this game. Stock still wants this though. I mean, this is his, this is his like seventh year of eligibility or something like that. Um, but he's, <laughs> he's finally done. He's so, not hurt. He made it through last purple game. Shirt yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, he's been around forever. Um, in fact, I think he, I think he already finished his masters. Um, like that's kind of where he is now, but um, Middle's going to have to play really, really well to win this game to, after playing them last week. Um, but true blue. Let's go. Let's go, Blue Raiders. There we uh, go. High high temperature. The uh, temperature is going to be sixty five at kickoff. Yeah. So nice and warm for in Murfreesboro. Tell me, oh, I'm wearing Murfreesboro. shorts for that game. Right, you would. You wear shorts. You you'd wear shorts to a game right now. Uh, probably. Uh, UAB uh, over under on that game is forty five and a half. Middle Tennessee State currently favored by a point and a half. So. Uh, yeah, basically, there's Vegas is thinking the same thing. We're going to give you the home field advantage, only just so. Uh, but yeah. yeah, go ahead and try and play the exact same team and beat them the exact same way in the exact same stadium. Two weeks in a row. So, uh, we're going to move on down to a game that I really had high hopes for, and now I have deep, deep sadness for. Uh, it's Memphis and UCF yeah. at 3 30 yeah. in the yeah. AAC game. Mackenzie Milton, get better soon. Yeah. Uh, he had a horrific leg injury against USF in the W, but um, yeah, I, I hope I hope he gets better. He's an incredible, incredible player. Uh, over under on this game is sixty four and a half. I think if Milton was playing, it'd be seventy four and a half. Yeah, uh, UCF is only favored by three, so this is a lot closer than it should be. US UCF didn't look like they really dropped off a ton after Milton left the game, but Milton is a very, very special player, and, and he's going to be missed in this game. I think Memphis does have a legitimate shot at UCF, um, but I, I think UCF is uh, 
is not going to. I think UCF gets the win, but it's only going to be just so instead of the. And by the way, remember last year, this game ended 62 59. So it's not like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like it's out of the out of the world and, and Milton played in last year's game. Right. So not, I'm gonna, I'm going to throw before we switch games, I'm going to throw this out there real quick. Heisman committee do the right thing and invite Mackenzie Milton to New York this year. He oh, should have yeah. got, gotten an invite last year. Um, you know, his numbers aren't as good this year, but dang it. You know, this just might be the last time hang out there. Let him hang out. Exactly. <laughs> invite him and let him be there. He's not going to win, but let him, let the kid be there because he's had, he deserves it his, his, for his career. Um, you know, send him, send him to New York, please. Good. Okay. I'm off my soapbox. Finally, and this hurts me a little bit because th- this is not being played at its proper time. Fresno going to Boise at 7.45 p.m. Eastern time. Everybody on the East Coast, you get to see the blue turf and watch Boise State play on it and not have to stay up till 2 in the It's morning. still going to be daylight out there. Yeah. yeah. Which, right, which is, which is what's giving me the weird vibe because what did I say last week? You go <laughs> to the blue turf at night. Yes. The murder Smurfs will get you. <laughs> <laughs> They're not playing this game at entirely night. Although yeah. the game is kicking off, this is Mountain Time, Mountain West, Mountain West Time. Uh, so this game is going to kick off at five forty-five p.m. So it's and, be, and it'll, it'll be dark before halftime. It, it, it'll but be dark it's, before it's half-time. not the, not the same thing. It's, it's not, not the same thing. thing. Uh, I I can only imagine that Boise's weather is going to be just spectacular uh, at about five forty-five p.m. on a Saturday. Uh, oh yeah, it's gonna be gnarly. <laughs> Thirty-seven degrees, mostly cloudy, and then just getting colder from there. Uh, this is going to be another one of those, you know, big, heavy, run the ball, big stuffing defense uh, sort of game. Over under is fifty. Boise is favored by two and a half, which means there. This is a pick'em game as far as Vegas is concerned. Uh, I think Boise wins. Um, takes out Fresno, wins the Mountain West. Uh, and, and so here's here's a, a fun consideration. Follow me here. UCF right now is the clear uh, – UCF is the clear group of five champion. If they win the yes. AAC championship, they go into uh, – they, they go into a New Year's Six Bowl. Yes. If they lose – the Mountain West champion has a shot at the New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, and you might I, get I, Boise I, playing someone else. You might get Boise in the Fiesta Bowl. If and, and, and we know what happens when, when Boise <laughs> the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. To, play, to play a team like, oh, I don't know, Oklahoma. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's, uh, that's the group of five. All of the games should be pretty good. The early games look like they have some pretty clear favorites, but later on in the day... Uh, there's some some pretty pretty solid opportunities for upset Gold Blue Raiders. Thank you. Okay, we're we're good with that. We're good with that. Uh, li- and, and guys, listen. Um, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna uh, get to the uh, to the big boys here. Um, but w- watch watch those games because they're, they're gonna yeah. be awesome. They're, yeah. they're, it, it's gonna be so, this. This look. This is the this is a great great weekend. Um, and and uh, and and don't. Don't limit yourself by uh, watching just the, uh, the, the the Power Five conferences here because it's you, the, that would be that would be your loss. Having said that, also uh, just real quick, yep. this is also me reaching out to the to the fan base and reminding everybody 
the Bulls do not start on New Year's Day. The Bulls start on December 15th. And we will get to them. And we will get to them. Bolapalooza. Go watch watch some six and six teams. Go watch some six and six teams just play for play for their last game. A lot of people leaving it all on the field. This is where those the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. I don't even know who there's they haven't even decided who's playing in these balls yet. <laughs> but you should watch some of these dumb bowl games because somebody's gonna somebody's winning a, a a trophy full of t-shirts or something, some nonsense like that. And you should just we should all just be thrilled with this. We should, we should. Um, let's start on Friday uh in Santa Clara. Uh the beef division champion Utah versus the pork division. Champion Washington mm. uh, playing for the Big Ten championship. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. it's a Tofurky division champion. Not with these schools. Oh, okay, maybe, not not with these two schools. Not not with these. If we had like uh, L.A. and San Francisco, and maybe maybe maybe. Um, you haven't been to Seattle, have you? <laughs> Washington is favored by five in this game. Carla, let's start with you. What do you think? Okay, so I just said I was going to say this a lot during this game, during this uh, show. Mm. It is hard to beat a team twice in the same season, and here it we is. are again. It is. Um, th- these two teams met back in week three. Washington won that game twenty-one to seven. We've already talked about this. That this game is going to be is going to be a, a defensive affair, not your typical Pac-12 championship game. Um, Big Ten fans rejoice everywhere. And and here's the here's the one key piece of this game is the fact that Utah has had to replace both its starting quarterback and its starting running back in consecutive weeks, um, and so but so far hasn't seemed to have lost a lot of its mojo. The challenge here is is that that was just fine against BYU and Colorado. What's that going to be against a, a Washington um, defense? And you know from from the North, it's it's felt all year like the Pac-12 North has been the stronger conference, stronger division out of the conference. Um, Pac-12 South has been a hot mess of flaming garbage all I'm sorry all, all season. Herm, Herm Edwards is taking a team to a bowl how bad could it be <laughs> right <laughs> and, and meanwhile Arizona is going to sit at home it's, it's what a mess the Pac-12 South is um but here's the thing about the Pac-12 South and so immediately you're like okay sure fine Washington wins this game and I think Washington does win this game but the caveat here is the fact that Utah is actually a really good football team yes. um and they have good wins on their schedule their losses are to legitimate teams they lost to um, Washington in, in week three, and then Wazoo in week four, which has, I mean, there's no shame in losing to both of those teams. They're both ranked. Um, but Utah beat Oregon. Um, so this is a Utes team that has the capability of winning this game. I'm going to give the edge to, to Washington here because of the experience of Jake Browning and the fact that Utah has had to make that shuffle on offense. If we would have had the uh, uh, Utah team that had an offense that had been firing a little bit longer, I would say this game's going to be a toss-up pick them, but I, I do like Washington in this game for that for that reason. But um, if you like defense, this is going to be a good game to watch on Friday night. Okay. AJ, thoughts? Um, it appears that that Utah is only capable of scoring 41 or 42. 40, 41, or 42 points in one, two, three, four, five, almost six games. They scored 40, 41, or 42 points. <laughs> um, and that, But that's – Probably enough. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would. Exp- I'm expecting like one of those 27-20 affairs of some sort. Uh, okay. This is this is honestly going to be a pretty good game, even though it's going to be played in front of four people because okay. this this game kicks off at 5 p.m. Pacific time on a Friday. 
on a Friday in a city with awful traffic. No one is going to this game unless you are a distinct Utah or Washington fan. Travel, travel advice, boys and girls, be there. If you're going to the game, be in the parking lot by noon. Just just do it. Yeah, just, just, save, just save yourself some park. Yeah. Park yourselves uh, in a parking spot. I, I'm waiting on honest to God. This is this is just me uh, kind of veering a little bit on the Pac-12 game. I fully expect the Pac-12 to move their championship game to Las Vegas when the Raiders Stadium is done. Yeah. Um, that's just it's going to be easy for them that, to do. That. that would make sense. Um, that would make sense. Yeah. So we're I mean we're looking at we have uh, you know two teams that by and large they do play very um, how do I want to call this Big Tenny football. Um, but I, I'm going to give the edge to Washington. As Carlos said, Utah's replaced their starting running back and starting quarterback, uh, and they had to feed off of the Holy War in order to actually beat BYU last week. Uh, that, by the way, that turnaround at the end of that game was real fun, and uh, I'm pretty sure that if uh, and if it were any other game, uh, multiple players would have been called for unsportsmanlike taunting penalties after touchdowns, but Chippy is as Chippy does. Go Utes. Uh, so I, I would say that this they're, game is this they're is nice easy. Mormon boys. They, they, no, they don't need that. They're nice Mormon boys. <clears throat> I still miss BYU punching people. Reminder, <laughs> BYU got into a fight with Miami. Or I'm sorry, got into a fight with Memphis in Miami. And BYU started it. So <laughs> they play. They, there's a chippiness that I think is was missing from BYU. Utah's got it. But I think Washington wins this game. Okay. Okay. Um, I... I Washington uh, won the previous game 21-7. That was uh, fairly early in the season. Um, as everyone's mentioned, the Utes have since lost their uh, starting quarterback and top running back. The replacements have been solid, though. And if you look, um, Utah is actually, I mean, if we're talking in a statistical sense, um, Utah is has a, a slightly better offense than Washington does. Um, now, it... it, it uh, this, if you if you dig into statis, into statistics, um, you can you can kind of get hung up on on some stuff that does not really meaningless because they're they're also really really even on defense as well. So uh, picking this game, um, I, I wonder. I, I think you kind of look at the team that that um, uh, isn't necessarily bummed about the nine and three record that it brings in. Um, I think you look at the team that has a chance to make an improbable trip to the Rose Bowl versus the one that entered the season with national championship hopes. Um, and I think, I think that means, hi, Cookie, uh, that Utah is going to win this game. So that's where I'm going. And, and, and my, my younger cat agrees with me. Um, let's go to a Saturday uh, the Big 12 championship game uh, takes place in Jerryland, Texas, versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma is favored, uh, favored by 7.5 points. I obviously will be paying very close attention to this game. But, Carla, let's start with what you think. Gee, I wonder why. Um, the, <laughs> the football gods here just really wanted us to say Red River rivalry. One Red River rivalry. Um, so, so here we are again. And then uh, uh, let's start this one the same way I started the last one. It is really hard to beat a team twice in the same season. And I think that's exactly where we're sitting in, in for this game. Um, you know, Texas won the game last time. And I remember when we were watching – which we started referring to as the Red River Shootout because that's what that game turned into. Um, I, I, I remember sitting and watching that game with my husband, and we both looked at each other in the fourth quarter while, while Oklahoma was mounting its comeback. 
and said, mm -hmm. in what spectacular fashion is Texas going to find a way to lose this game? Right, because that's like what we've gotten used to with the whole Texas thing is that they, they, they will find a way to miraculously implode at the end of the game. And they didn't in that game. They found a way to hold on to win that game. Here's the challenge now, now that we've passed like seven or eight weeks since that game. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, the Oklahoma defense might actually be this much improved. And because of that, because, okay, and, and here's why I say that. Because, okay, the Oklahoma defense is still terrible. But Texas' defense is still marginally terrible. Um, Oklahoma's defense is the reason why the Sooners won in Morgantown. Yes. Period. Yes. Two plays on defense. They made two more plays on defense than West Virginia did, and they won that stupid football game in Morgantown, which I, I was stunned by that um, because, you know, we both picked uh, West Virginia in that game because that's what happens on a Friday night in Morgantown. Like, uh -huh. West Virginia is supposed to win that game. Oklahoma's defense figured out a way to force two turnovers. Those two scores were the reason why Oklahoma won that football game. Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray and the offense is still running on all cylinders. Texas hit a speed bump two consecutive weeks with two consecutive losses in heartbreak fashion both times, but they found a way to bounce back from that. But here's the thing. If you look at how they've played the last three weeks since those two losses, they're not playing quite as sharp as they were. Now, true, Ellinger was, was hurt for a little bit of that, and, and so he missed some time, wasn't playing as consistently. But um, it, it, I, look at, I look at last week, right? And you're playing a really bad Kansas team, and you only hold on to beat them by by a score. Um, and I wonder where Texas is going up in this game. Now, it's true. I mean, they want to beat Oklahoma twice in the same year. But, gosh, you've got to believe Oklahoma has revenge on their minds. And so here's the thing. I think Oklahoma wins this football game. I'm not sure it matters. Because of, because of the defense, mm -hmm. I still think if Ohio State – beats Northwestern in dominant fashion, I okay. still think there's a possibility that the committee would leapfrog Ohio State over um, Oklahoma. But I think Oklahoma has revenge on their mind. They can they can smell the playoff. They're hoping for an Alabama win that they can sneak in there. And I think that gives them the motivation to win this football game. Okay. We, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Ohio State winning in dominant fashion thing in a couple of games here because yeah. I'm, 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 I'm skeptical about that. But um, AJ, what do, you, what do you think about this one? Can we talk about the fact that Oklahoma and West Virginia played a game that ended 59-56 and we're not talking about it because Texas A&M and LSU went 74-72? I know, I know. That, <laughs> like that, is, that yeah. is a shame. That is a shame because it was an awesome game. Right. Um, and, the, and that Oklahoma won it uh, with, with two strip sacks, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, the defensive plays is, is, is just spectacular. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that was such a great game. Yeah, Oklahoma, you're not winning – or Oklahoma, Texas, you're not winning this game. I mean, it's going to be super fun. And by the way, this is the game that, like, Texas and Oklahoma boosters, this is what they want the Wed Wibble Wibble to actually be. They want it in Jerry World. They don't want it at the Cotton Bowl. The corporate sponsors of that game, AT&T and all these other companies, yeah. they want it at Jerry World because they want the nice corporate boxes and the catering yes. and all of the fans and, and the traditionalists at both schools. And <clears throat> it's Oklahoma and Texas, so you know there's a lot of – traditionalists at both of those schools uh, are both very uh, – the, they wanted it at the Cotton Bowl. They wanted it at the Texas State Fair. They wanted it at all these things. This is this is the game the way that, that I think the corporate interests want. However, Oklahoma is winning this game, but I, I'm kind of with Carla. I think the committee is going to look at that Oklahoma defense and go, you're stopping what? 
<laughs> what are you – a team that can keep up scoring-wise. You saw West Virginia do it. Texas did beat them. A, a team with any sort of actual defense that can hold down Oklahoma – there's nothing. Oklahoma is not going to be able to fight back against it because none of the teams in the Big Twelve actually have a defense. Right. I mean, look at what look at what Army did. Army just held on to the ball. Sure, sure, sure. So if there's a if there's a way for Texas to win this game, Texas needs to play the same game they played back in yeah. October. Yep. They need to play out of their gourds to win this game. Yep. Oklahoma is playing with a playoff spot on the line. They're not going to lose that game. Yep. So Oklahoma by Oklahoma, I'll, I'll take them. I'll take those them in the points. By the way, Kyler Murray has thrown thirty-seven TDs and seven picks this year. Just think yeah, about I, that. Gotcha. I guess. Gotcha. And and I really appreciate both of you guys trying to get Ohio State um, in, into the playoff. I'm I'm still. And again, we'll we'll talk more about this. But I would remind you. That just two weeks ago, Ohio State gave up fifty points to Maryland. Just oh, we're not saying that it would be, it would end well if it happened. I'm just, I'm I'm just saying. saying. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just saying. This game, okay, Big Twelve, Big Twelve game. Um, you know, Cotton Bowl, as AJ mentioned, you're outside. It's on grass, older kind of new frills building, um, and that worked out well for for Texas and a, and a more physical approach. Uh, when when you're uh, when you want to control the tempo, you want to beat a rival. Uh, Jerry Land, uh, indoors and slick and comfortable and and a fast fast surface. And and I just um, it, it's perfect for a team that wants to roll, uh, wants to score a lot, and perfect for a team that is hoping to make a big impression and get into the college football playoff. If I'm an Oklahoma fan. I would be concerned with the rematch against like um, WVU or Oklahoma State if it, if that was the, the the title game because as we've seen recently, there ain't no defense to, to stop those guys. Although a little bit, got a little bit uh, against WVU last weekend, um, but but Texas does not score at that rate, um, and Oklahoma has a motivation to, to to take care of business for this game. Um, SEC. And this is a game that could potentially really throw a lot of uh, 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 wrenches into the works here. Um, Alabama versus Georgia. We're playing in Atlanta. Alabama is favored by thirteen. Mm. I'm, I'm going to give you my. I'm going to give you my pick right now. I'm going to just. We're just going to do it. Um, Georgia is really good. They're not that good, and Alabama's going to win this. Uh, Carla. Yeah, I want to hear you. I want to hear you as an Ohio State fan say, "Roll Tide." Uh, no, 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 no. But but uh, I, but I'll be able to win this game. I the yeah this I I I think I think this one is is that easy to to break down. What do you think? Yeah. So the, my one comment on this game is the fact that what was Georgia's one loss this year was to an LSU team, yep. which before they gave up seventy million points last weekend to Texas A and M had a good defense. And yeah, we talked about and we talked about this during and, and that and that's skewed because of how many overtimes they went and you know, so that messes all that up. But we talked about that game after Georgia lost and how Jake Fromm said that the LSU defense was disguising coverages and that really kind of messed with the way that he was <laughs> playing calls. Like he was baffled by the LSU defense, yes. right? That was the LSU defense. Oh, young fella. You have yeah. no idea. 
and and so here's yeah i know and so here's the thing like these two teams put on one of the most entertaining games ever last year in the national championship game and i would like for it to be just as entertaining but i really just don't see that this year i just Mm -hmm. i i think this alabama defense is that good and tua has that many more snaps underneath him at this point that no this is roll tide i don't know if i take the points I, I think it could be a 10-point game. They're getting 13 and a half. I, I think I think 13 and a half might be a little high. 10 points feels about right to me, but yeah. Tide wins. I'd, I'd give the points. I, I'm, I'm, I'm that confident. AJ, what do you think? Hey, Jake. It's your old buddy, AJ. We've never met before. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you think LSU is throwing confusing looks at you, buddy... <laughs> Nick Saban's going to turn your brain to a TV test pattern. <laughs> you have no idea, bud. <laughs> they are, this is this is a this is not going to be fun for uh, this is not going to be fun for Georgia. Uh, Alabama is not fair. They are. This is what this is where I, I'm like I'm comparing them to that that undefeated run. That New, Eng- that New England had, and what the 09 season where they had Randy Moss, and they were just beating people by 30 or whatever. Yes, we're still in the middle of the 30 run. I don't necessarily know that like a plucky upstart team with a halfway okay defense can stop Alabama's. Like this is the scary part. Alabama's off defense is just as good as it has been, and now they have an offense. Yeah, you used to be able to like hold them back and try and get into like that nine to six, six to three sort of game that LSU tried to do last year. Nah, they got two and now. And uh, you do know what uh, you do know who's a current commit to the Alabama Crimson Tide for the 2019 uh, season, right? Mm -hmm. It's to his younger brother. Yep. (laughs) Who is currently enrolled at Hoover High School, just down the road. Just down the road, lovely Hoover, Alabama. Wonder why. Um, so this is a, uh, Alabama has a, has an offense that they've never had before. Uh, they have a, they have competent quarterback play. They don't have game managers. They don't have one big running back. They have three different running backs to kill you with. Uh, Georgia has a good defense. They don't have Roquan Smith anymore. Yeah. Roll tide. This is, this isn't even close. That 13 number is low to me. Give me Alabama (laughs) minus anything. This is honest to God. This is not going to be fun. DeAndre Swift from from Georgia has had a lovely year. It's going to be a real, real strug life of a day for him. Uh, and uh, by the way, what ends up happening to this Georgia team at the end of the game is when Alabama uh, when Alabama wins the game and they're presenting the trophy. And there's confetti. That's actually just Georgia. That's just the, the team that has been turned into <laughs> confetti being shot out of the cannon. Next up, uh, we have the ACC title game, uh, Pitt versus Clemson in Charlotte. Clemson is, <laughs> Clemson is favored by 26 and a half points. Um, Carla, is there so, a chance? So here is the only reason why I say don't totally sleep on this game. I'm not saying to watch this game, but don't totally sleep on it because – Go back two seasons. Pitt, and we talked about this earlier this year, Pitt has a tendency 
to hang around in the game or even win a game that it has absolutely no business being in. Hey, remember and when they ruined Miami season last year? They ruined Miami yeah. season last year. They 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 tried to ruin Clemson season the year before. Um, so they have done this before, and this is a role that Pitt loves. You can go all the way back to the backyard brawl years, and this is a role that Pitt savers. And here they are in a game, in a championship game that they really have no business being in. They they had no business winning the division, but they did. And now they're playing the number two team in the country. And you have to think that 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 locker room is just absolutely motivated, especially because they almost freaking beat Notre Dame. Um, so this is a this is a team that is capable of doing this. Clemson. This is a prime spot for Clemsoning. Do not <laughs> do not overlook Pitt and punch your ticket as the number two team in the country to the to the college football playoff. Do not sleep on this game. But that being said, Clemson should win this game easily. But keep your eye on this one. There's a lot of games happening on Saturday. Follow the AJ method of keeping an eye on this score and flip over if you need to, um, because Pitt could make this game more interesting than anybody's giving them credit for. AJ, this is this is where you're looking at your Twitter feed and you just see eyeball emojis at a scoreboard tweet. Yep. Right. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> uh, no, the Pitt cool. super weapon is, is fully charged. They laid an egg, an absolute egg, against Miami last week, twenty-seven to three. Yep, getting them sleepy. Yep, Clemson's thinks they're going to walk into this game. Do not, do not be surprised when Pitt is within a score, if not tied, if not leading at halftime, mm -hmm. and Clemson slept on them. Do not do that. Pitt will jump up and get you. Are you ranked number two late in the season? Hmm, would be a darn shame if Pitt and Glove box full of French fries had to go and ruin that. So <laughs> this, this is what's plausible. All right. I don't think the Pitt's actually gonna win this game. But if they do, don't don't I don't know. I don't know what chunk of Howard's rock is gonna have to come off in order for them to atone for this sort of thing. <laughs> By the way, there is a security camera mounted towards Howard's Rock. I've seen the other side of it. So I will, cool. I will, I will I'll keep that in mind. Um I, yeah, I mean since 2015, when 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 Dabo's run really got started, there are only three teams that have beaten Clemson, and that's Alabama, and they've done that twice, mm -hmm. and that's uh, Syracuse last mm -hmm. year, and the University of Pittsburgh. Um, and, and I, I the, the thing, um, the, the 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 reality here uh, the, that I would remind you of is a um, the, the, the season ending injury season ending injury to uh, uh, center Jimmy Morrissey um, that that uh, uh, Pitt lost him against Miami last week um, and that's that's a rough thing he was a he was a really uh, he he was kind of the anchor of the offensive lines so that's that's going to be a tough thing for them but all those things you guys said. They apply, and I—I huh. I, I mean, the the only rational thing to do here is to pick Clemson. But man, don't don't sleep on this one because it because Pitt's, Pitt's going to keep this tight. I would, um, I I would say I I would uh, I I, I would uh, uh, take Pitt in the points in a heartbeat because um, I think it's going to be closer than than twenty six and a half. Uh, we wrap up with the Big Ten title game, uh, which uh, some might mistake for the Pac twelve title game. Um, my Buckeyes 
versus the Northwestern Wildcats in Indianapolis. My Buckeyes are favored by 14 points, which I think is dumb. But I'll see what you guys think, too. Carla. I get to say this for the 15th consecutive season, or however many times we've done this show. Big 10. Again, Crappy knows what I'm going to say here. Stop playing play this outside. game play indoors. Go play outside. Go play outside. Go play in Soldier Field. This is the only freaking game you play all season indoors in the entire conference. Play this game at Soldier Field. Okay. Off of that soapbox for another Um, I don't have a ton to say about this game because I figured you guys would handle most of this. So my thought here is, is that Northwestern is probably, and we talked about this earlier in the year, that Northwestern is probably the most baffling team in the Big Ten as they have losses. <laughs> they have a loss to Akron. Um, and and they beat- Duke. And Duke, and they beat Ohio State, right? Um, or no, they didn't beat Ohio State. They um, they beat Wisconsin. They beat Wisconsin. Wisconsin. They, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and so here, here, Northwestern Wildcats, enjoy your trip to Indianapolis. Savor it. Get out of the snow in Chicago. Go, go, enjoy your trip into the Big Ten title game. This is their first trip there uh, since the Big Ten and state, um, you know, created this game. Um, enjoy it. Savor it. I, I think Ohio State wins this game. I think it's going to be closer just because of the problems we've talked about with Ohio State, um, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Though it oh. looked like you saw them last week, I didn't see a minute of the Ohio State Michigan game. Thanks, family. Um, so I'm going to rely on you guys for for analysis on that. But you know, we've talked about the concerns that we've had with certain aspects of the Ohio State game. Um, do I think this game's going to be close? Sure, because both teams are playing in an environment that they're not used to playing in. Um, because it's indoors. So I, I, you know, I, I think, I think there's some, there's some wiggle room here and I think this game might be a lot closer, but I think, I, I don't think Northwestern is going to win this game. I, I, I would put my money on, on Ohio state in a heartbeat. Um, maybe the line's a little off, but yeah, Buckeyes win. Okay. Um, AJ, what do you think? I'm just going through Northwestern's schedule right now. They were one and four. Yeah, they were. Going into the Michigan State game in week and they, five. And they beat Michigan State. They beat Michigan State, and everybody was like, oh, good job, Michigan State. You lost Northwestern. Then they beat Nebraska when Nebraska was not doing so hot. The one, the one, the one here I want to reference is uh, at Rutgers. They went to Piscataway and won. I'm going to give you guys a, a guess as to what the score here is. Go ahead. What was the final score of that game? Northwestern wins, but I don't what was remember. the final score? I, I looked at this and I don't remember. 24-10. Okay, Crappy says 24-10. Carla, what do you say? I want to say it was like 31-14? It was 18-15. to 18-15. to 15. <laughs> That is a Big Ten-ass score. <laughs> <laughs> Barn burner in Piscataway. Uh, I was going to say, well, it is Piscataway, so there's that. You know, traditional Big Ten school. Yes. Traditional Big Ten town. Uh, it's honestly, uh, there was two touchdowns scored in the entire game. Everything else was field goals. This game was 12 to 7 at halftime. Whew, man, that, felt, that feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, so. They weren't doing so well. They turn it around to Wisconsin. They beat Wisconsin handily. handily. Yeah, they they owned Wisconsin in that game. And then they they had a shot at North, at at uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame escaped they, that game they did. Yeah. Uh, they did. With, uh, with a late with a late touchdown from Ian Book. Uh, North Notre Dame was only up by three 
um, with seven and a half with seven minutes left. So they escaped. They got one last drive and and they won. And then they won the Big Ten West at Iowa, fourteen to ten. Again, Big Ten West football. That's big boy football. That is that is large human terrible offense football. Yep. Um, I think Ohio State really does win this game. It, if Ohio State would like to go play Alabama, because I don't see that. If Clemson wins, Notre Dame is the three. Yeah. The college football playoff is pretty straightforward about the fact that they just order you by by record. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, if you, uh, pro tip, if you ever want to see what the college football standings or, or the college football playoff uh, rankings are going to be, just look at the AP poll on Sunday. It's the same. Uh, <laughs> they generally take the same thing. I have beef with them putting Michigan ahead of UCF, but whatever. Um, I would say that Ohio State has to go out and absolutely wreck Northwestern. Yep. Uh, Crappy, you recall the 2014 Big Ten title game? They go out, they beat Michigan, and I, if I recall that year, they weren't they were good, but this was that that was the Virginia Tech year. Uh, lost lost an opening game to Virginia Tech. Um, went through the rest of the season. Uh, without uh, without loss, um, beat Michigan, but lost JT Barrett. That's right. Um, they lost and JT then, Barrett, and then and, you, and then you go into the title game against Wisconsin with a with a guy who has not who has played. Um, you know, you can count on one hand the number of snaps that he's had during the season. But and the- 50, 57, 57, I think is what we put up on Wisconsin. But the, the idea here was they beat Michigan, they were doing okay, and then they wrecked Wisconsin, and that's what gave them the four seed over mm-hmm. Baylor and TCU. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the same thing would have to happen this year. If Ohio State wants to go to the playoff, they have to turn Northwestern to lunch meat. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to I, I think they I'm, win, but I don't think they turn them to lunch meat. And if Oklahoma wins, they're in the playoff. If I, I'm um, – I agree. I agree. And, and I think, uh, uh, they got to win the big 10. Here's what they have to do. They have to win the big 10 title game by 21 plus. Yeah. And Oklahoma either has to win the win the big 12 title game by three or lose outright. If Oklahoma, if Oklahoma wins, um, Ohio state has to, Absolutely destroy Northwestern um, uh, to to the to the tune of what Ohio State did to Wisconsin in 2014. Yeah. Um, and and I, I I think if just just a win uh, win for Oklahoma win for Ohio State, I, I don't think um, I, I, I think I think Oklahoma's Oklahoma's loss uh, against Texas in a rivalry game is going to look a lot better to the committee than Ohio State's loss to Purdue. Um, and, and and Ohio State's loss to Purdue was was ugly, ugly, ugly in and every would, sense. And I would also add in Ohio State, not to not to really turn that knife, but no, I would no. add in I would add in Ohio State's uh, almost lost to to Maryland. Yeah, I would add in their almost lost to Nebraska. Un, 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 uncomfortable against Nebraska. Uncomfortable against Minnesota. This is yeah, it's a thing. It is. There a is thing. a. I think there is a a level of. Oklahoma has a better has a better overall resume if we want to get into the basketball terms. Oklahoma has a better mm-hmm. resume. Yeah. If yeah. North if they go out and they beat Northwestern by ten, mm-hmm. let's call it a thirty one. Let's call it a thirty to twenty game, thirty one twenty one game. 
Ohio State's going to the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. If Ohio State wins 51 to 10, there's a shot at the playoff. Maybe. Maybe. But I, I think that also implies that Georgia loses to Alabama. Yes. Which oh, yeah, no, no question. If, 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 that, if, something, if something screws up in the, in the SEC title game, there's, there's no question that Ohio State doesn't, is, is can out of the picture. Can we turn the and chaos I, knob a little bit here? No, wait, wait, let, me, let, me, let me do this. Let me do this. Um, I, I'm, I, I, as an Ohio State fan, I would be perfectly happy with Rose Bowl. I, I will say that right now. Um, you, you always want a shot. You do. Um, I, I know it's not gonna be. I, 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 I well, I don't know. It, it is what it is. We, we weren't supposed to beat Miami in twenty two and in two thousand two. Weren't supposed to beat Alabama in twenty fourteen. Um, so, if you get a shot, take a shot. That's fine. I would be perfectly happy with the Rose Bowl. I will say about the Big Ten title game. Um, Michigan is capable of running the offense that that could have given Ohio State problems, and and for some reason Jimmy did not do that. Um, we, we, uh, Northwestern does. Northwestern um, uh, ha, has the the kind of sort of the, the, the jailbreak offense um, that has given Ohio State problems all season long. Uh, see Minnesota, see Maryland, see Nebraska. TCU and, and, and Ohio State's defense actually um, helped uh, help uh, uh, pull away in that game. Um, I'm I'm the, the defense has been better ish. Um, Maryland, notwithstanding, but I mean it's a, it's a nice effort against uh, against Michigan last week. Um, I, I said before what I, what I think will happen. I, I, I the, the line the, the line of fourteen I, I think is is dumb. I, I would I would uh, I, I would think Ohio State's going to win this by. Um, I, I would be thrilled by a 10-point win. Um, I would be thrilled by any win, but I think a 10-point win is probably about it. And I don't think that's going to be enough um, if Oklahoma also beats Texas uh, to, to get Ohio State in the playoff, and I'm, I'm good with that. So let me do this one thing. Um, I have to find my script. Boys and girls, you can watch the Carlin Crapio Show for the duration of the college football season, which ain't much longer uh, by searching Carla and Crappy Show on YouTube or Facebook. And if you prefer to have Carla and Crappy in your skull, uh, you'll find the uh, podcast version at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn, as well as on your favorite social channels, uh, where all three of us blab about this a lot. If you like the show, please rate and review. If don't, if you don't, mind your own damn business. Um, Carla, you first. Any final thoughts? Um. Here's hoping for chaos. I I just, I don't know. I just, it feels too formulaic at this point. I mean, it feels like we've got a solid one, two, and three, and we kind of know how four is going to play out. Chaos would be what? Georgia Georgia winning? I'm not even sure. To, do, you, do you want me to turn this chaos knob? I'm, I'm not even sure. Next. Georgia, you're up, AJ, you're up next. Georgia winning does create chaos because I think all that does is um, it moves Alabama to four and bumps everybody else up one and puts Georgia at three. Like, I, like I, I, I don't see that as being chaos. Right. Right. Okay. AJ, your version of chaos is let me let me let me turn this chaos knob a little bit. <clears throat> Northwestern beats Ohio State. Okay. Texas beats Oklahoma. Okay. Georgia beats Alabama. Okay. Pitt beats Clemson. That leaves you with what? A Notre Dame. Georgia, Bama, 
God, who would be four? Who would be four? That's a good question. And the answer, kids, is your UCF Golden Knights. Uh, let's not, not without the quarterback. The not, no, they will. They will not, not do without, it without no. the quarterback. Not they without them. They, 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 they would never give it to UCF because that would involve them actually having to watch group of five football. Listen, Chris <laughs> Howard, you're, as 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 uh, as my president will always be from the Robert Morris University. Absolutely. Uh, my president. My president Go is Chris Howard. Go Bobby. My president is Chris Howard. And uh, Chris Howard is awesome, and he is on the college football playoff committee. Yes, he is. Darn tootin'. Chris, eyeballs, because I know you watch the show. He doesn't. Eyeballs. <laughs> Do the world a favor. Let's get some group of five flavor in this. We need this. We need this for the. We need this for just so we can say it happened. But this is the year that I, I've always thought that this would be the year where they go, all right, fine, let's put UCF in. And then they hand them directly to the gaping maw of Alabama. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, go, well, that, we that, accomplished, that accomplishes exactly nothing. So uh, what, uh, Fresno State? What uh, Fresno's, not, Fresno's not ranked high enough. They'd have to nope. jump massively. Fresno's ranked 25. If Fresno beat Boise, I think Fresno is, a, is, a, is up there with UCF. Yeah. But if Fresno beats Boise, they're only jumping to like, 20. Yeah. They're not getting up any higher than that. UCF is only in the top 10 because they are completely undefeated. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, it's a at that point, right now, do you put in, I, I still think Bama gets in. I still think it would be yeah. Notre Dame, yes. Georgia, yes. Bama, and I agree. probably Yeah, that, I mean, that blows up pretty quickly. Because what's funny is there's only three one-loss teams. Mm -hmm. It's Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State. There's three undefeated teams, and there's a there's only two 10-2 teams. There's Michigan, Wazoo, sorry, four in the top 25. Boise, Fresno, one of those is going to have three losses. And then Wazoo and Michigan. Everybody else has three or four losses. Like, this has been a wildly if – you, if you take out the chalk at the top, there's been a huge amount of parity. Anybody, any given Saturday can win or lose, yep. which hasn't really happened. Last year, I think there was a lot more a, a lot more chalk, a lot more one-loss teams, two-loss teams. This year, there's a lot of three-loss teams because people are actually taking chances to try and make the playoffs. So if we could turn the chaos lever in the four, it gets real weird real fast if that happens. So, <laughs> Well, and here's the other thing, and I'll just throw this out there and let it go, but if Pitt beats Clemson, does that matter? Yes. Top, well, top, but I mean, talking about what we just talked about, you'd have a one-loss Clemson team losing to a, a pit team. That's seven assume, and five. But but you just said, it, it, assuming the scenario that you just put together, if Pitt beats Clemson, does that matter, or does Clemson just drop to number four? I think Clemson would drop further than that. But I, I think the only reason Alabama and Georgia is a different scenario is because Georgia's already number four. Right, yeah. you're 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 one losing to a four. That's not a huge jump. Yeah. You're Pitt's not even in the top twenty-five. Right, right. You're losing to an unranked team. So Clemson drops to Clemson. I would say probably drops if they lost that game. They probably dropped to seven. I think Clemson's probably out. Yeah, but do, you, out but, do take, but do you take a one-loss team over a two-loss team, regardless of who that loss is to? I would say they're, they're gonna. They're, that's when they start getting into like conference championships and common opponents and all this other transitive <laughs> win nonsense. And 
A transitive property why, of college football. I love it. The transitive property of college football. That's not how math works. Uh, <laughs> but I, honestly, that's I, I. This is where I. I, I I'm interested to see is I fully believe that Alabama and Clemson are going to win. They're going to be one, two Notre Dame's going to be I three. So. And it's yeah. a Georgia drops because they go to 11 and two. Right. And then you have Oklahoma and Ohio state effectively, you know, who wins, who wins their championship harder? Right. <laughs> like yep. who, who wins? And then you have to take into consideration Northwestern versus Texas. Mm-hmm. And if Oklahoma beats Texas by three, and, o- and Ohio State beats o- Northwestern by twenty-five, yep, then maybe, then we have a conversation. Then maybe, then maybe. Um, boys and girls, it's going to be a fun weekend. It is, and uh, uh, Charlie and I are going to be parked on the couch on Saturday, uh, making sure we don't miss a single thing. The next thing that you guys have to do after this weekend is watch. For Bola Palooza, because it's coming, it's coming, <laughs> boys and girls. Here. We will, uh, we will have that ready for you about the beginning of the month. And um, uh, until then, uh, enjoy this weekend, and uh, we will get you set up for bowl season. AJ, thank you very much. Absolutely, Carla, thank you as always. Yep, thanks as always, guys. Thank you for watching. We will see you for Bola Palooza in a couple weeks. See you.